Hello, I'm Cole Rutledge. I'm Caleb Kulmar. And today we're talking about the Persian Gulf War. Tensions between Iraq and Kuwait have always been a bit high. The whole reason Kuwait and Iraq were separate was to weaken Iraq as a nation. Britain wanted to weaken Arab nationalism, so they cut off their access to the Persian Gulf. In 1989, Iraq went as far as to accuse Kuwait of stealing $2.4 billion in oil from Rumalia Field. This is a field 20 miles outside the border of Kuwait. Kuwait called these accusations false and declared it was a plan to justify using military action against them. In 1990, Iraq invaded. The war started on August 2nd, 1990, when Saddam Hussein and troops invaded Kuwait for oil. The UN told the Iraqi leader to withdraw his troops from Kuwait or else they would take serious action and put a stop to his actions. But he didn't withdraw his troops, causing and provoking a war to break out. The U.S. immediately took action against Iraq and started a war. The first battles were small uprisings in Iraq in 1991. These were rebellions in northern and southern Iraq. These did not have many lasting impacts on the war and died out shortly after this. The next battle was the Battle of Jalabah Airfield. This was the United States successfully capturing this military airbase on February the 24th, 1991. After this came the Battle of 73 Easting. This was a tank battle between the United States 7th Corps and the Tawalnaka Division of the Iraq Republic Guard. This battle was described as the last great tank battle of the 20th century. Another important battle was the Battle of Bubiyan. This was a naval battle between coalition warships and helicopters and the Iraq Navy. This was a very one-sided battle in favor of the coalition warships and helicopters. They ended up destroying 21 Iraq ships in this battle, with only one managing to escape. Between 60,000 and 200,000 Iraqi soldiers were killed, were reported dead and over the total war. 25,000 to 30,000 were killed in ground war, others in like the air war with airplane stuff. The number of civilian deaths was between 100,000 and 200,000, which is considered a lot. Um, in Operation Desert Storm, the U.S. casualties resulted in 148 U.S. battle deaths and 145 non-battle deaths, including 15 women and 467 wounded in action. An estimated 100,000 Iraqi soldiers died in Operation Desert Storm. The damages done during this war could be classified as catastrophic, especially in Kuwait. Tremendous amounts of damage were done to their oil industry. Iraq forces had destroyed over 700 oil wells in Kuwait. They had also spilled over 60 million barrels of oil. This was tragic to Kuwait's water source. Two-fifths of their water is still contaminated to this day. Their soil was just as tragic. The oil had contaminated over 10 million cubic meters of good soil. The cleanup cost had been, and will continue to be, ridiculous. Due to the fact that 10 million barrels of oil were dumped into the Gulf, this required attention quickly. This spread across 1,500 kilometers and cost more than $700 million to clean up. This has equaled almost 47,000 years of Vianney's tuition. This only gets worse. 
The environmental, the environmental damages were estimated to be upwards of $40 billion. This would be enough to buy 80,000 of the world's most expensive Lamborghinis. One of the last costs they had to account for was removing contaminated soil. On top of the other costs, they had to add an estimated four to five billion dollars for this alone. So today, these countries, I wouldn't say that they were, they're on good terms, but as of right now, the US and Iraq are, they consider themselves strategic partners, which means they would like support one another and share resources with one another if they needed it. Um, well, this is a win-win for both countries and for the economy because it boosts a bunch of stuff. I've been Cole Rutledge. I'm Caleb Kumar. And thank you for listening to our podcast about the Persian Gulf War. Yes, sir.